What up? We are back again today in the studio, and it is time to get the ball rolling. What up? We are back again today. Happy to be with you guys here. This is Tyler with Get The Ball Rolling. Uh, I had a phenomenal week, a phenomenal week end, and I'm excited to be bringing my thoughts for you guys today in uh, in just a few moments. Uh, I want to apologize to start off. Uh, my voice might be a little raspy. Um, I ended up going to three concerts this week, and so happened that uh, all three concerts that I wanted to see all fell on the same week, so I was out Tuesday, Friday, Saturday. I uh, was still able to catch a ton of college football, been, been watching, uh, catching up on the games I didn't see, um, the statistics and everything. So I'm very excited to be with you guys here today. Uh, today we'll be going over a couple of different things, right? What we always do. Uh, we'll, we'll start off with some of our thoughts with the uh, the overall FCS. We'll jump into our playoff tiers, and this will be our first week that we're releasing a top 25, uh, and then I will always uh, preface that, and we'll get into that in a minute. But uh, no, overall, a great week, and uh, as I was looking over the tiers from last week, you know, I'm looking over them, trying to, trying to predict what we might have, what might be happening, right? We're starting to get a clearer picture, and I feel like it is, is near the same... Uh, the same kind of thing every single year, right? A lot of FBS games, they get railroaded. We're going to have a couple of games that, that, that we have a couple of upsets, and questions start to appear. And it seems like there's a couple of surprises this year so far, uh, and then there's a couple of things that I thought were going to happen. And one of the biggest surprises, I think, this year uh, is how parity-driven the South uh, the SOCON is, right? The, the the Southern Conference. It has been a lot of fun to watch some of these games. Obviously, ETSU last year was a ton of fun. Mercer, Chattanooga, Furman, Sanford. And uh, I'm really interested to see if these, if they all beat up on each other, which usually happens, or if they will, in fact, be getting a second team into the playoffs. I'm really interested. I, I think that's uh, a pretty big surprise. Another one, a surprise for me. Now, I know they've always been good, and we talk a lot about them on this podcast, but Weber State was able to beat UC Davis uh, down in Davis, California, right, which is truly incredible that they were able to do it. Now, it was only 17 to 12. The Vegas line was two and a half points so uh, for, for Weaver State. So they thought it was going to happen. But for Weaver State to go down to UC Davis to pick up the win, that was a big win in a big way. Uh, Weaver State being undefeated, uh, I think they're going to be kind of forgotten about it because for whatever reason, uh, Montana is is automatically crowned this, this amazing team instead, instead of actually playing and, uh, you know, being... I mean, they played some decent teams, but we have no other way. We have no other metric to measure. Unless I might, I, I remember they only had one playoff win last year. They lost. And so, uh, I don't know. I find it really interesting. 
that so many people have deemed them this amazing team. Just like I said, despite losing to James Madison in the second round uh, last year, they did beat Eastern Washington. Which congratulations, you're at home, you did it. But yeah, you did lose. But I think that you know there's so much uh, talk about the Montana schools coming out of the Big Sky. Uh, even a lot of I mean Portland State was getting a lot of love at the beginning of the year. We were saying she's been flying under the radar, and it's absolutely awesome. Uh, and and despite Sacramento State, Weaver State actually wins in the playoffs. So if I'm a team right now, I do not want to be playing Weaver State. Now, Weaver State has a gauntlet of a schedule. I'm not going to take that away from them. They've got uh, Eastern Washington next week in Ogden. And then they play Portland State on the road. Then they go, which could be the toughest three-game stretch in all of FCS, at Montana State, home against Montana, home against Sacramento State. So there's definitely uh, where they could lose, right? I'm not, I'm not predicting an undefeated season. But I think Weaver State's going to sneak up on a lot of people. Coach Jay Hill always has a, an outstanding defense. This year they've been able to find some offensive footing by putting up 44 points against Utah Tech, 35 points against Utah State, and 41 points against Western Oregon. Now 17 against UC Davis. It was a closer game. Uh, but that's the way that, that Weaver State likes to win in, in just ugly dogfight matches. And uh, I'm really interested to see over the next few weeks. I, there's there, Nobody's really talking about Weaver State. They want to focus on uh, you know the Missouri Missouri Valley Football Conference, which is fine. I'm fine with that. They want to focus on the Montana schools, but Weaver State's been a very pleasant surprise. And then uh, a couple other uh, teams, obviously uh, one another team that had a big week this week was Austin P. They have been very surprising to me. Uh, they did have a coaching change. I believe it was last year was his first year. Uh, Austin P was actually able to beat Eastern Kentucky, and I thought Eastern Kentucky was really good. Uh, now, Austin P has played Presbyterian, Mississippi Valley State, Alabama A&M, uh, and then Eastern Kentucky, Eastern Kentucky being the best since Western Kentucky. Uh there, but uh, Austin Peay's been a very, very interesting team. Uh, they're going to have to play Central Arkansas. They're going to have to play Jacksonville State. They're going to play Kennesaw State. So again, I'm not saying they're going to go undefeated by any means, but uh, if they could get into the the auto bid through the A-Sun, I believe it's the A-Sun and WAC auto bid, uh, the, they've been semi-unclear with that, but if they're able to get through the auto bid, uh, this is definitely a team that can be dangerous. You know, putting up 31 points against Eastern Kentucky is no small feat that the Colonels are a good football team. I was pleasantly surprised uh, with them. And uh, and then the the last one that I wanted to touch on was the Phoenix of Elan beating William and Mary. William Mary at home, too. Uh, you guys know that I've been very, very high on the Tribe this year. I've thought that they've played outstanding. And uh, they just dropped the ball 31-35. to 35. And you might say, well, sometimes the ball bounces your way, sometimes it doesn't. And, and that can be true. Uh, but this is definitely a, a game that, that Alon needed to win. And uh, the Tribe is looking to be get back on track next week in Stony Brook. Uh, but they're going to have a difficult time because that next week they're going to be uh, looking at Delaware. So as long as you don't overlook uh, Stony Brook, but Elon was was a surprising uh, upset, and uh, we're going to be focusing on them a little bit more, uh, you know, going forward. So now, uh, now let's jump into the FCS playoff tiers. Now, for those of you who don't know, I, I want to focus mainly on the playoffs. Now, I understand that uh, we have the Ivy League. I understand that we have. Uh, 
the HBCUs that will play in the Celebration Bowl. But the reason why I do these tiers is, is mainly for the playoffs and teams that I think are going to be making it into the playoffs. I like the tier system a lot better. You'll hear me talk about it all the time. I think it shows a little bit more I, uh, versus just saying one person is better than the other or even a power ranking. I know a lot of people like to do power rankings. Oh, well, this, we, this team looked better. Well, maybe it was because they were at home. Maybe it was because the other team was overlooking it. Power rankings are, are near the silliest things that I think you could create. Uh, but that's just my opinion. And, and I know the viewers or the listeners, sorry, not viewers, uh, the listeners and subscribers of the podcast understand what I'm talking about. So I do like to do the playoff tiers and I'll even do a top 25 uh, as we kind of discuss some of these things. So uh, of course, front runner, uh, above the rest, whatever you want to call it. North Dakota State looks absolutely phenomenal so far this season, uh, picking up where they left off last year. Championship bubble uh, added a team and added a couple teams because I think, I think these teams are definitely in the conversation of becoming a championship team. And by what I mean by championship team is I mean this is a team that I could see at the final four, uh, any of these teams, right? Now, these teams are going to go up against each other. They're going to move up and they're going to move down. And maybe this this is a little bit bigger than what you what it should be. Uh, but I really do see these teams uh, as such. Any given Saturday, these teams could be top four really in 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 the country. So we've got South Dakota State, Delaware, Missouri State, Weber State, Montana State, Sacramento State, and William & Mary. So, obviously, we've got some big sky, a uh, couple big sky. We've got a couple CAA and a couple uh, Missouri Valley football conferences. Uh, I think that uh, South Dakota State has looked very, very good. They, the, to me, they're the second best team out there. Uh, for like I said, for whatever reason, Montana is getting a lot of love, and there's no hating. It's Montana. I just have to see it. I still have so many questions about Montana, and we'll get into that in a second. But uh, South Dakota State's look phenomenal. Delaware looks really, really good. Looks like they're going to lock up the CAA. Want to see him play against William and Mary? Want to see him play against like Villanova? Some of these other teams. Uh, but I have enjoyed watching uh, the Blue Hens this year. Uh, Missouri State played tough, 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 tough against uh, Arkansas and tough against South Dakota State. I think it's only a matter of time that they're back on track. Um, Missouri Valley Football Conference is unforgiving, similar to the Big Sky. So, uh, you know, very interesting. But we were saying Montana State and Sacramento State. I don't want to hold a ton of, uh, a ton against Montana State going up to the Red Inferno yesterday because, you know, let's let's be honest, it's tough to play up there. Uh, this was really their first big test of the, of the year. And, uh, Eastern Washington is a good team. I don't think they're going to be a playoff team this year. Maybe, maybe they will. Uh, maybe, maybe they won't. It will be interesting uh, as the Big Sky kind of rolls out over the next couple of weeks. But uh, it's a tough place to play. They were able to come away with a win, and so Montana State's still there. And Sacramento State. The only question I have is in the postseason, but that doesn't mean that this team can't be there. They've been playing phenomenal. Uh, I'm really excited to see uh, what they do going forward, and. Um, and then, of course, adding Weaver State, we have discussed them just uh, briefly. I think Weaver State is going to be making uh, some noise. They've made it to the, the semifinals, and it would be awesome to see them get to the championship. And uh, right now, playing against North Dakota State, nobody has really been able to touch North Dakota State of late. So the next one up, we've got the Chase Pack. Uh, we've got Holy Cross, Villanova, UIW, SEMO, and uh, Mercer. These are the teams that I think are just on the outside uh, that could make the leap. I mean, I could see Mercer uh, legit getting uh, a lot of a lot of steam going forward. They have a really tough end of the year schedule, but they could get some steam. Villanova did lose to Monmouth, but uh, they're still been you know 
fairly good uh, this season, and it might just be a blip. Like I said, you don't know what's going on. Uh, just a bad, you know, bad matchups or whatever. Uh, the next one up, we've got. Uh, of course, Simo, uh, they've been playing really well, and I've been very interested to watch what they've been able to do, and I'm excited to see if they're able to get back to the the playoffs. Uh, obviously, they're going to be taking on you know UT Martin and everything, so uh, that's going to be a really fun game that week as well. The next one up we've got is the questions. The questions that still remain. Again, these are questions that I'm like, uh, are they actually... Is this legit? Are 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 these teams good? Uh, they're these middling teams. Are they are they in the chase pack? Are they not going to make the playoffs? Uh, I've got Montana, Campbell, Austin P, SIU, New Hampshire, Stephen F. Austin, Chattanooga, uh, UT Martin, and Rhode Island. Now, a lot of people have have criticized me, Montana, and they've criticized me with uh, Campbell. And the reason why I I'm so critical against Montana is again I, I I'm yet to see it. They're in the Big Sky. Uh, I've I've thought UC Davis has played better than them. I've thought Montana State has played better than them. And I've thought that you uh, Weaver State, Sacramento State, and when you're seeing and you're kind of going through these teams, you're you're going through these tiers. I've got questions, and one of those things is. Are they going to be able to do it? Uh, they're going to have to beat. They're going to have to beat uh, a Weaver State. They're going to beat a Montana State. They're going to beat a Sacramento State. And then I want to be better. And then the other one uh, is Campbell. And and I've been impressed with Campbell. They played well. Uh, I'm excited to see if they're able to you know pull uh, you know the rabbit out of the hat and get into the playoffs. Uh, they're definitely a team that I'll be following, but still have some questions. And like we we already mentioned Austin P a little bit. Um, they're going to have to take on Kennesaw State. Kennesaw State is very tough. I uh, haven't talked a lot about Kennesaw State this year just because they're not as good as what they have been in the past. Uh, and then finally, we have uh, a new tier that I created. I called it Upset City. Uh, this is where um, I think that these teams on any given Saturday can get the win, and I think they can also lose. These are very up-and-down teams, uh, and really not at that next tier, uh, kind of a tier down, but I'm excited to talk about them nonetheless. So we've got Elon, Monmouth, UC Davis, North Dakota, Samford, Northern Iowa, Southeast Louisiana, uh, Furman, Eastern Kentucky, and Richmond. And these teams are kind of just in the waiting, they're in the waiting wings, maybe you want to call that too, but you see, you know, Monmouth with the upset, Elon with the upset. Uh, Southeast Louisiana uh, with the inside track on the Southland Conference now. Uh, Eastern Kentucky, was that just a blip? Do they go undefeated the rest of the way? Uh, these are those teams that I think, um, like I said, Upset City, they can win on any any given week. And I think that... Uh, I think that they can. They can and will. I really want to see what Richmond and New Hampshire do. Uh, I know I've been high on Rhode Island, but uh, these two teams have, have been very interesting. Uh, a lot of fun you know, talking about them, watching them going forward. So those have been our tiers. Let us know where we've been right, where we've been wrong. Uh, you know, like I said, I, I, I always ask at the beginning of every single uh, podcast at the end, right? Hey, if you have any questions, a lot of people have had me questions about Montana. And again, Montana has to win these big games. And they're just going to be kind of be sitting there. Um, I just think Sacramento State this year feels different for whatever reason. Uh, you know, beating Colorado State 41 to 10, a big sky school going to Fort Collins, not an easy place to play. You know, you're at altitude, you're coming from Sacramento. So uh, as I'm kind of looking at it, I see I see some of those things. And then 
looking at uh, the rest of the pack, I think we're going to have a phenomenal uh, playoffs this year, and I'm excited to see what what week five rolls out. There's some some really good matchups, uh, and then here we go. Uh, because everyone wants to know what what I think of a top twenty five, uh, probably one of the most asked for uh, because they're like, well, you know, you have these tiers, uh, and so you're saying, you know, North Dakota State one, South Dakota State two. I mean, Delaware's three. No, not necessarily. It doesn't mean that I put them in order. I'm just putting them in groupings of where I see them. And one of those things is, number one, I've got uh, North Dakota State, two, South Dakota State, three, Sacramento State, Delaware, four, Montana State, five, Missouri State, uh, six, Weaver State, seven, Montana, eight, William & Mary, nine, and Villanova at number 10. Kind of rounds out the top 10. I'm not going to hold Villanova's feet to the fire. Uh, unlike uh, a lot of people, what they're doing today, they're kind of coming out and slamming them, which rightfully so. But 42 to 49, uh, 42 to 49 is a very tough uh, way to lose. You put up points. What what more do you want? Monmouth is a good team and has been over the last few years. Uh, the next 10, we've got UIW. Uh, Holy Cross, Mercer, UC Davis, Chattanooga, Campbell, SEMO, Austin P, Rhode Island, and then UT Martin. Again, in that order, that's from that is our 11 through uh, 20. UT Martin's in at 20. Uh, Holy Cross is a team where I'm like, ah, man, I just I want to believe in them, uh, and, and they might pull the the pioneer. Uh, they might pull the patriot, or they're in the patriot. They might pull one of the. Some, uh, lower CIA schools, they might get a win, but but I just I don't know if they're if they're as good as as some of these other teams. And so Holy Cross is kind of an enigma uh, to me. I, I don't know what to do with them. I want to put them higher just because of their resume. This is a good football team. Um, but what do I do with them? And then uh, the, the rest of them, we're going to go 21 through 25. We've got Elon, New Hampshire, EKU, SIU, and Sanford. Uh, SIU getting back on track with a win over North Dakota this last weekend. Uh, really fun game. They, I mean, they, that win against uh, Northwestern really looked like it injected some life into them. And I'm excited to watch what they're going to be doing this next couple. These next couple of uh, these next couple of weeks. It's been it's been a lot of fun to to watch them and, and to see them play. Uh, like I said, got awesome piece sitting at 18. Uh, a lot of people have have asked me about that. Probably had four or five DMs about Austin P. Uh, the governors are looking good and we'll see if they're going to continue to go forward. Like I said, a lot of good teams uh, going forward, a lot of good games going forward, and I hope that I can continue to bring uh, this this podcast to you. It's been so much fun. I've enjoyed it so thoroughly that... Uh, I just love the FCS. I love turning it on uh, on a Saturday morning and uh, and, and doing things. I've I've really had uh, I really enjoyed everyone everyone uh, all the support that we get, all the downloads that we get. We are continuing to grow and grow and grow, and we're going to continue to bring a different kind of perspective. I don't want to just you know I, a lot. Of, some people want to get into the weeds and the stats. Some people want to talk just about rankings. I don't want to do that. Uh, I want to highlight the teams that I think are playing well. Like I said, uh, you know, I thought Mercer played well this year. I thought William and Mary have played well this year, uh, and I like I love talking about those teams because I think they're really good. Uh, Anyway, so going forward, this is going to be, uh, we're going to continue to bring it to you. So if you have uh, any questions uh, that you want to have answered on the podcast, again, a lot of them are revolved around Montana, my, and they say I hate Montana. I don't hate anyone. I don't hate any team in the FCS. Uh, I'm just 
that it's just me. Uh, this is just what I think. And until I'm proven wrong, uh, I will change. Don't worry. I will change my opinion. I think that you've got to adapt uh, with new information. And if Montana came out, and blows out Weaver State 49 to 0. I've got to adapt on the information that has been provided for me. So thank you guys for listening. I hope that uh, you guys continue to uh, have a wonderful week. And until next time, let's keep this ball rolling. <laughs>